right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Daily Dimensions Podcast. As always, I am your host, Smitty, back with another one, man. But before we get into this episode, let's get into our sponsor segment. Roll the clip. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this sponsor segment is brought to you by the good folks at Black Snow Audio. Whether you need mixing, engineering, production, beats, all the above, anything you could think of, Black Snow Audio is your one-stop shop for any audio solutions you need. Oh, yeah, and by the way, they did the theme music for my podcast. So if you're a podcaster, you have a show, a platform, anything like that, and you need theme music, tap in, man. We only getting better. Shout out to the good folks at Black Snow Audio. Link is in the description if you're trying to connect with them. Peace. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so that was our sponsor segment again. If you want to get up here, advertise with us, kick it with us, let me know. You know where to reach me, dailydimensions at gmail.com. But without further ado, let's get into our episode, man. So today, as always, we're talking about something that we really need to talk about. We, we, we got to bring it to the light. We have to have this conversation, and I'm glad I get to have it with y'all. So tell me if you've seen this before. And if we could find a way to put the little thing on the video in a corner or something, we're going to do that. But if not, whatever. You go on Facebook, you go on Twitter, Instagram, whatever socials you find yourself on. And at least once a week, I don't know about y'all timelines, but I know about mine. At least once a week, there is someone reposting, sharing, commenting. And the post goes something like this. Men have to suffer in silence. And I, it was, it got to a point, there was a point in my life where I identified with that and I got it. I understood it. But now I'm at a point in my life where I see that I have to go comment and be like, no, no, you don't. No, you don't. Because this is the narrative that we've been running with for years, years, a lifetime, honestly. And it's just not true. You don't have to suffer in silence. So let me start right there. That's I'm already charged up, right? You don't got to suffer in silence. Men, this is for you. If you listen in women too, but I'm talking to my brothers right now. You don't have to suffer in silence. Nobody said you had to do that. It's not the truth. If even if they did say that, that's not true. You have a friend in me. I can point you in the right direction. You're not alone. But I also understand how you got there. I really do. I get it because I was there, too. You know, and there's a number of factors really that get in the way of men being able to be vulnerable. Right. Because that's the real issue here. We as men don't feel like it's safe to be vulnerable, not even with our own friends. Somebody could be a one. You feel me? You could have a whole bunch of experiences with this person. Y'all done went through thick and thin together. Y'all done been through ups and downs together. And you can still not feel safe enough to be emotionally vulnerable with that person. Tell that person how you really feel. Tell that person that you sad. You feel me? You can go through life with somebody and never get to that part of the relationship. You know, whether it's your friends, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whatever, whoever it is, your parents. You can go through life with people and never get to that part where you feel like it's OK to share your heart with somebody. And that's a problem. Can I be real? With you? Like, that's a problem. It shouldn't be that way. There's no reason why we should be this close. But emotionally, we're like right here. There's no reason for that. <laughs> and we got to take those steps to be able to be safe with other people, especially the people we say we love and people we call friend. You feel me? You got to be safe with those people uh, getting into it. Right. A lot of it talking about how we even got here. A lot of it can come from negative relationships. 
right? So men, we find ourselves in a relationship with a woman. We've had a bad experience. I know y'all seen a clip forever. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I was like, men hurt forever. Women go to brunch. But like, we really do be hurting forever because we never relationships when we get hurt in relationships because we were never taught how to really process that emotional pain we really do hurt forever like and then next thing you know we turn in the future and our villain story has started like that's it i'm sorry the villain story is there and it's hard to get out of it but when you find yourself in a relationship where you feel like you can trust a woman you feel like this woman loves you you love her She's seeing sides of you that nobody else sees. Your mother doesn't see it. Your family don't see it. Cousins, whoever. You're showing her pieces of you that you kept sacred. Pieces of you that you always protected. Pieces of you that you 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 only entrust with her. And then you get to that level of vulnerability for someone to then take it and throw it in your face. For someone to then take it and weaponize your feelings to turn your feelings back on you. And now the same feelings you entrusted that person with are the feelings that they're throwing back in your face and calling you lame, calling you corny, calling you all types of different things and making you seem weak for showing it. That really is, is pain right there. That's pain. It's a different kind of pain and it sticks with you. And I don't know who else has been there, but I've been there. And when you get to that point where you feel like, yo, I was safe with you. Like, I could be going through anything else in the world right now. We could be going through hell and high water. But with you, I felt safe. And you turned around and broke that trust. You turned around and threw that back in my face. You turned around and like made a fool of me. I, I'm i never the same again. <laughs> you feel me? And it takes a certain level of just doing crazy work to get back to being able to be vulnerable with somebody again. To be open with somebody again, to trust somebody again, to like have feelings again, really like to have feelings that aren't negative, <laughs> not just the anger, frustration, all those, but to be able to be vulnerable again. And when you find yourself in a relationship that goes south and the, and the woman that you're with or the partner that you're with, whoever that you're with, takes those feelings and throws them back in your face or they play you for a fool, bro. What? What? And it's like. Because you only felt safe with that person. I can't now take these new feelings and take them back to my friends and be like, yo, bro, this is what happened. I'm sad. I need someone to talk to blah, 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 blah. A lot of us men, the most we'll do if something go crazy in our relationship. We'll tell our friends it's over. Right. <laughs> we'll tell her she she was acting crazy. She did me dirty. And then it kind of stops there. There's no further like how you doing today. You straight today. You ate today. Let me come check in on you. Let me get you out the house. Like it's, it's not a lot of that. If you find it is rare, cherish it and hold on to it. But it's not a lot of that. Yo. <laughs> and we need more of that. We need them spaces, dog. And that leads into another piece of it is. Having that group of friends that you can really like be yourself around. And that's hard for a lot of us because when we all <laughs> live in that same life, we all navigating through this same timeline together. It's hard to have that with your friends. You could we, we, we it could be a group of friends. It could be five of us and we all going through life, something crazy. And we won't say nothing until it feels like it's the breaking point all hell about to break loose. And even then we probably still won't say nothing. And that's a problem. So I've taken that effort to 
try and create safer spaces with my friends. Um, it be working sometimes. Sometimes we go right back to where we was and we understand that it's not a safe space and we laugh about it and it's cool. But like we we try. We're we're so much better than where we used to be, and I, I'm I'm accepting of that. <laughs> you feel me? Will we get to the part where we perfect? Maybe it takes years to undo certain things, but you know I'm I'm glad that we at least try that in all of my friend groups, not just one of them. You know I got different groups of friends, but we we try, you know, and we're there for each other. And I do have certain friends where it's like, yo, if something going crazy, I could call you. You know who you are too. I could call you. You could call me and we got that. We we here with it. And it's never been no judgment. It's never been no like, oh, you're going to tell me this and I'm going to take it and run to somebody else with it. It's always been real. It's always been confidential. It's always been love. And you got to have that in your friend groups. If your friends is only if I, I get it, we got hangout friends, but you got to have a deeper level of friendship, too, with your friends where you could be emotionally vulnerable with them because that helps a lot. You feel me? These are the people you're choosing to keep around you. You know, it's it's like this is your core group. This is a reflection of you, you know, and you want that reflection to be polished up. You don't want to be looking in a dirty mirror. You feel me? Let that marinate on your heart a little bit. Sit that right there. Um, But tapping back into negative relationships. Right. <laughs> and a little little blend of social media in there, too, if we being real about it. But another thing that really bothers me on the Internet and it goes back to, you know, men got to suffer in silence a little bit. But when you see men do things on the Internet or express things on the Internet and <laughs> there is a, a woman that will comment and say, that's sassy. <laughs> you feel me? I know y'all have seen it. I know I'm not the only one, but like we could literally be doing anything. It was just Valentine's recently, a couple weeks ago, and. You go on the Internet and it's like, oh, a man that wants flowers. That's sassy. I like flowers. I don't know if I have I had someone. Get, I think I did have somebody give me flowers one time. But like. What's wrong with a man getting flowers? You feel me? Like, what if that's what if his love language? Is gift giving. He likes receiving gifts, whatever it may be. And that's the gift he wanted. Why it got to be something negative? Why it got to be something toxic? Why? Why he why he got to be sassy? Men, men can't get flowers. I can't get some chocolate. <laughs> you feel me? Like you can't you can't cater to me the way I cater to you. Like only certain things are good for certain people. And it's not just flowers, but it's literally anything that's like, yo, I want people to write me a letter like love letters or anything like that or being intentional in a certain kind of way. That's like not stereotypical masculine energy right oh that's sassy or it could be something that's regular <laughs> and it's like oh that's sassy and it creates a space where men on the internet literally can't do anything right i don't know if y'all have noticed that that's the trend <laughs> but if you do anything that's masculine <laughs> you gotta walk a fine line because then it's like yo that's hyper masculine That's toxic masculinity. And then if you do anything that like resembles some sort of vulnerability now, it's oh, that's sassy. Now you being sa and that's crazy. <laughs> that's really crazy. So we exist in a space where especially Internet, social media, all that kind of thing. You can't do pretty much anything right as a man. And it's crazy. You got to tiptoe around anything. It's hard to be yourself. And it's like, OK, if I can't even be myself who I present myself to be online, like 
you know, I, I can't eat the billboard of what my life looks like, but I can't even be myself there in any capacity. When I finally do connect with somebody, I don't really feel like I could be myself there either. Cause I seen you like in the comments and, and key keying in the comments talking about men is sassy and men is this and blah, 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 blah. And all that other stuff. And like, now it creates this mistrust in woman. It creates this, like, I don't like woman. <laughs> you, you know, I don't want to be around. Like, I can't trust you. These women ain't nothing. Y'all ain't right. Y'all are all the same. And then it, it's just, it's, it's tearing us apart in a crazy way. We have to get back to just letting people be who they are. If you're a man that like to receive flowers, cool. If you're a man that want to back rub, cool. Like you want this and that cool. Do what works for you, dog. <laughs> but to get on the internet and we call people sassy, we call people weak. We say that's like beta energy and stuff like that. Like that, come on now, <laughs> we could do so much better. And last I checked, it really shouldn't be women telling men how to be men anyway. If we being real about it, you could call it a hot take or not, but like you as a woman, should not be telling me how to be a man. You could tell me how you like to be treated. And that's personal to you. But you can't tell me what a man should do. You could tell me what you want your man to do. But as far as the identity of a man, you can't tell me what that is. <laughs> you feel me that like that? That's ours. The same way I'm not going to tell a woman how to be a woman. I'm going to tell you how I want you to treat me in a relationship. But by no means am I going to sit there and say, this is how women need to be. You know, women need to do this and women need to do that. Y'all got to clean. Y'all got to cook. Y'all got to do blah, 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 blah. I could tell you what I would love for my wife to do. I could tell you that <laughs> you feel me, but I'm not going to say all women need to be a certain way because everybody's different. And if I want my wife to be a certain way and you don't fall into that, cool. You don't fall into it. You just not the fish in the sea for me. Like you not for me, but you're going to be right for somebody else. And that's cool. But men suffer in silence because we can't be safe anywhere, right? We've already established that we can't be safe with our friends. We can't be safe in relationships. We can't be safe online. And then last but not least, when it comes to family, we can't even barely be safe with our family. Because if you look at how a lot of us was raised, even myself, I'm being honest, like you were only allowed to have certain feelings. You feel me? If you cried, what was the response? Stop your crying. I'm going to give you something to cry about. Oh, you acting like a girl. Don't be a sissy. <laughs> all these different things. Fruit cup. All these different things they would say to you. Right. And when you grow up that way, especially in our black and brown communities, when you grow up that way, like we really <laughs> spinning it back. Like we really as a, a culture. Right. Speaking from my people that look like me you know what i mean like as a culture we would really look at our white counterparts and how they raise children and be like oh time out doesn't work why are you talking to this kid like they're an adult why are you worried about what this child thinks why are you worried about their feelings and fast forward now socially it was social emotional learning what a lot of these parents were engaging in <laughs> you feel me and now it's something that's implemented in schools and you can get a job in social emotional learning and what we thought was corny lame it don't work and we would even go as far to say oh that's white people behavior and things like that and the whole time they get it 
they understood it. You feel me? Is there certain ways in everyone's parenting that's different that don't make a little sense? And it's like, oh, yeah, you might need to do something a little different here. Yeah. But for the most part, they was on to something. <laughs> if we being real, they was on to something. All we did was beat our kids and tell them to shut up and stay in a kid's place. And then when you got older, what you did when you had kids, told them to shut up, beat them, told them to stay in a kid's place. Or you tried to be the opposite because that pain was so much for you. And if you're trying to do the opposite and you're trying to be better than your parents were, I salute you. Um, and if you're perpetuating that behavior, I hope that you're open to correction. I really do. I'm not saying you're a bad parent, but you got to be open to correction because nobody's perfect. And parenting don't come with a manual, dog. You do the best you can with what you got. But if you know there's a resource there or if someone's bringing something to your attention, it's OK to take advice. <laughs> it's OK, especially if it's coming from someone else who's also a parent. I may not be the most qualified person because I ain't got no kids, but I do understand feelings and emotions and I understand my own experience. And I can tell you that what was happening to me was not working. <laughs> it wasn't working, dog. <laughs> so we got to go about this different. And as a man, you and, and that's your reality from young that you're you're not allowed to feel these things. You don't feel safe as a kid. You don't feel safe as a teenager. You don't feel safe as an adult, not in relationships, not in social media, not with your friends, not with your your family. So it's like, where can I exist and be myself? And it's OK. Where can I be me? And it's fine to be me. There's no judgment for being me. It's safe to be me. And I don't have to suffer alone. I don't have to sit here and bottle up my feelings because I feel like nobody cares. Because I feel like nobody could do nothing for me because I feel like people are just going to hear me and then not care the next day or they're going to move on and not pay attention to me or like they're going to turn it back on me and weaponize my feelings. Where can I go to feel OK? What, where do I go? And if you have that same question, one answer is you come to me, man. I'm here for y'all. If you feel comfortable enough to talk to me, one, thank you. And two, I would never take what you're going through and turn it against you or share it with somebody else. If you're looking for someone you can connect with professionally, I can lead you in that direction. And if you need a hotline number, whatever it may be, whatever you need to start getting better, to start your healing journey, to start getting back to feeling yourself again. I'm here for you, dog. And I want to let you know and reassure you, you do not have to suffer in silence. I don't care what those posts say. I don't care what the media say. I don't care what your friends, family, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever is going for you. I don't care what they say. You do not have to suffer in silence. That's a lie. It's a myth. It's not true. And we're not going to operate like that. This year and beyond, we're not moving that way. That's not the energy we bring in. That's not the timing that we on no more. It's time to get better. It's time to be better. It's time to let men start being men again. Men start having feelings again. Let our mental health be cool again. And once we start owning that, what? We're going to have a generation of men that's unstoppable, right? We're going to have a generation of men that can be better leaders, better husbands, better fathers, better friends, better everything dog but it all starts with taking that step so i encourage you i challenge you to take that step hit me contact me i love you and until next time this is daily dimensions peace